I found this movie on YouTube. It's called Space Traders, and I was laughing my butt off. I mean, it's it's bizarre. Um, I'm not going to spoil it for you. It's a movie on the radio. Here we go. Check this out. From like the 70s. Of course, we will go back to Plymouth Rock the moment the aliens are sighted. And now the news, the Environmental Protection Agency has added Hartford, Connecticut to its list of cities to be evacuated by year's end. Percentage levels there have topped those found in Baltimore last year. The gap between black salaries and white widened. Wait, something's now happening at Plymouth Rock. Strucker. As you can hear, Bernie, there's definitely something going on now. We can't see anything yet, but this humming is definitely growing louder. You know, ever since the alien signal was first received some three months ago, speculation has run rampant as to their appearance. Saying, I have to go on record as saying this is crazy. 
Of what? Well, welfare rolls would be cut 40%. Oh, my God. Food stamps, Medicare, drug abuse programs slashed. May I add something, Mr. President? You know, if I could guarantee the prosperity of this great country by giving life or taking off of those space traders, I do so without a moment's hesitation. You know, the Secretary's courage is not unlike that American men and women have exhibited when called to military service. And well, some go more willingly than others, but almost all go with the knowledge that they might never come back. Now, I don't believe what I'm hearing. Doesn't anybody see a downside to this? You know, Casper's absolutely right. The guilt that many whites would feel for sending the blacks away could take a severe psychological toll, with medical costs possibly reaching astronomical levels. This is madness. Our military services would be decimated, depleted of 30% of our manpower. But with unlimited energy? Think of the weapons you could create? <laughs> Mr. President, Sam, you were elected by the slimmest of margins. Your African-American vote was key. I don't expect them to be thrilled. And <laughs> I put this delicately. Their future electoral clap is going to be severely limited. <laughs> Casper, let's be honest. Do you really think the aliens will treat them worse than we have? No, the real issue here is spin control. The decision has to be the will of the people and not the administration policy. How about a national referendum? Have MCI fire up a couple of those... Yes and no, 900 dollars. We're on to something here. Uh, Professor Govindley. Oh, you look like you want to say something. <laughs> gentlemen. Gentlemen, gentlemen. As you know, Mr. President, I have been a lifelong carrying Republican. I feel I was instrumental in your moderate wing wrestling control of the party from religious extremists. I have often supported this administration's repeal of affirmative action legislation, not protested its decreasing handouts to the poor. And in helping you undermine these policies, I realized that that your reasons for doing so differed from mine. And yet I was always a good soldier for the party. I sincerely believe, and still believe, that black people need to learn how to stand on their own two feet without the crutches of governmental legislation. But I'm afraid I must protest in the strongest terms possible what I've heard in this room today. What is being proposed cannot be passed off euphemistically as selective service. At its best, it is group banishment. At its worst, it is utter and complete extermination. Wait, wait, wait. Did I miss something? Who said anything about exterminate? Space traders seem perfectly nice and simple. The planet might be one great big bug for all we know. <laughs> Sam, we do not even know if these creatures can deliver on their end. You and 
that place poker together. What if they're as good at bluffing as you are? Now you wish them, Dixie. I look like a damn idiot if the aliens took off and left me nothing but a big bag of tortilla chips. <laughs> yeah. We're asking for a peek at the goodies. And if they're not BSing, we'll schedule a national referendum on the night before their deadline. Call up MCI, ask them to fire up two yes and no 900 numbers. Gentlemen. Lady. Well, first of all, I'd just like to say I love your show. Thank you. I watch it every day. But my comment is this. Black people have always been complaining about how bad they're treated here, so I would think they'd just be tickled pink to get a free ride someplace else. Oh, yes, the free ride is fat. It's the return ticket I'm worried about. Okay. Well, all right, it looks like your chickens are finally coming home to roost. Look, little Miss Militant. I mean, give Dad a break, all right? How is he supposed to know? Uh, besides, I'm sure this will all blow over in a couple of days. Uh, right there? Alright. a black psychic who says he's had his bags back for three years. Stay with us. Well, I have to tell you, this is absolutely the most amazing thing I've ever seen. The Statue of Liberty has actually been turned into gold. Now, officials from Fort Knox here confirm that it is solid and it is pure. Officials estimate the value of the gold at over $15 trillion. Enough not only to pay off the federal deficit, but also to give every American, every remaining American, a tax-free year. This just in, alien craft have vacuumed the air over Denver and Los Angeles. Smog levels are reported at zero. And live from Chicago, our news team is sending these pictures from Lake Michigan. Gimme Hill, you aren't a sight for sore eyes. Lend us in to regards. time it is. It's Carla Powers Radio. And we're about to go in. We've got a special show planned for you today. The Senior Expo. You are free. And some mag on the run. Oh no. Let's hear some Chuck Berry first. You can see that Pierre did truly love La Mademoiselle. Now that the young monsieur and madame had rung the chapel bell Say la vie, say the old, say the show you never can tell Attack Trump <laughs> okay. Oh they no, that just got a game here The coolerator was crammed with TV dinners and ginger ale She couldn't cook Pierre found work, the little money came in, worked out well. Say the beast, see the old 
Is it just a show you never can test? She has changed tack. Basically to attack Trump. <laughs> okay, her new Kamala. her new campaign focus is attack Trump. And I, you know, I've said in the past, past how Oprah Winfrey came out um, in, you know, backed Barack Obama early on. And this time um, around, she has uh, brought Beto uh, O'Rourke, you know, oh, um, no. Beto, the trans Mexican, onto oh, her oh, no. onto her show. And so it was like, well, okay, is this a test of who's going to be the candidate? And I don't think so. Can I just tell you, and this sounds terrible, he has such a loser vibe. I I don't know what to tell you. It's just I think really Kamala bad. Harris is the most dangerous candidate out there uh, as far as what it will mean to completely annihilating our constitutional rights and um, allying herself with the globalist uh, uh, intentions. And... We've seen her record as AG in California, being very, very central in the California Putting call. black people in her jail. Her sister, Maya, who is the chair of her campaign, also worked very hand-in-hand uh, -hand with Hillary on Hillary's campaigns. Now, Unless these no folks are all, they're both, Maya and, um, and Kamala are both Alpha Kappa Alpha members that I've talked about in the past. This is a black sorority, the first one in the United States, and it has all the elite um, African-American women in it. And it uh, was... Well, if that's true, Kamala wouldn't be in it because she's not black. Oh, founded, no. uh, founded by... Oh, no, no. <clears throat> well, Don't break women in leadership positions are very connected to Alpha Cap. Just because she's wicked doesn't mean AKAs are. Alpha. And I believe that this is the... What is going to be the, what's going to hold up Kamala Harris and push her forward in the political machine towards the candidacy for, to getting the Democratic ticket? I believe it's coming, folks. And All right, and I will tell every conservative or anybody with the same thinking mind, all you have to do is talk about Kamala putting black people in jail. That's it. That'll shut it down right there. End the conversation. She's being hugely featured in the New York Times. She was, um, as I mentioned last month, she would be. She, on Sunday, spoke at the NAACP um, banquet in Detroit. And she basically said that uh, they're going to keep, that if it's in her power, they're going to keep pushing for the banning of conservatives on social media that she was all for it and she also basically just attacked Trump and so she's gone from kind of allying herself with different democratic um, uh, talking points such as Medicare for all uh, this kind of thing and then she's moved over to really just attacking Trump and using the hate um, the hate platform which we know is a fascist platform for silencing uh, everybody who disagrees with the globalist narrative to consolidate power into um, into the UN cabal, but it's bigger than that. So you know we have her going on. It's so I mean it's so crazy. She went on Monday after her NAACP speech 
uh, she went to a Michigan, uh, you know, elementary school and read an anti-bullying book to fourth graders. And then her talking bites around this were, let me tell you how much our president can learn from a fourth grader, okay? And it was all talking about how uh, President Trump is a big bully. We have a president that, uh, you know, is, you know, creating hate, not make America great, make America hate. All of this baloney simply because President Trump speaks his mind and speaks the truth um, as he sees it and pretty much straight from the hip. It doesn't take 10 paragraphs to say something that you believe. You can say it in, you know, a short phrase, a short tweet. And interestingly enough, we have Hamala, Hamala, Hamala Harris being very adamant that she wants Trump impeached and that she wants to prosecute the case. And she is all about now defeating Trump for that is her, her platform is that Trump isn't worthy to be president, um, you know, saying that he enables bigotry and divisiveness and that he is basically supporting Nazism. All of this baloney, simply because we have a president that does protect First Amendment rights, contrary to what uh, Kamala Harris is putting forth, which is to keep banning people on um, big tech platforms who have the right to free speech. And whenever you watch Kamala Harris in the, um, you know, in these Senate hearings, you couldn't get a bigger bully. <laughs> okay. This is a prosecutor extraordinaire, okay, that relies on bullying for doing what she does for a living. Anytime you see her at any Senate hearing, she is bullying the crap out of whoever it is that she is putting her comments for. We saw it with Barr, we saw it with Kavanaugh, we, we see it all the time. And with Barr recently, it was very pointed. And this is literally the reversal. They try to get you to believe that um, that you don't can't believe your own eyes that when you watch Kamala Harris um, bullying um, her way through Senate um, hearings and obviously doing her prosecutorial training, that is not what the Congress is supposed to do. The Congress is supposed to engage in real inquiry and not just bully down the uh, the people that they're talking to. The people in congressional hearings are not actually on trial. They're there being um, giving testimony. And I'll just say this. When I saw in the paper today in the New York Times, put her up there talking to these fourth graders, and there's this picture of her looking at them, and the look on her face, <laughs> I can, uh, you all know, I cannot stand Kamala Harris because she has that super schmarmy, she is like a Hillary Clinton reincarnated person, like next level 2.0 for the 2020 election. And I believe that she is going to be um, very likely the candidate we're looking at in 2020, the one that will really um, be the formidable force that the DNC can get behind in the same way they could with Hillary Clinton with the same political clout, meaning the bigwigs in the higher ups um, to push to push the agenda through, and they'll create some sort of, um, you know, side of her that's acceptable to the American people. Because all I do is give you the facts. Most people like to be lied to. Steve Harvey be crying on national TV and people ain't giving him no forgiveness. This man got a big heart. 
he'd be I sitting. I want to know where I was that I had no, I knew nothing about any of this. Supposed to be a daddy, but you gotta understand they'll do anything for that paper. It really ain't that many black ballers in Hollywood, but Lord Harvey definitely gonna find one of them. Candy Kendra says Steve dogged his crew. Is this true? Whole Ramsay. Now let me get back to these documentation because there's some stuff I wanted to share with y'all that ain't nobody know. Now it says here this that nuts. Steve Harvey's ex-wife, she got superpowers, and she been. I ain't gonna say she been putting a root on Steve Harvey, but when she point that finger, and I'm not gonna two eyes can see that Laura Harvey and her mama is a gold digger. Oh God! Now, you know what? I can't. I can't. I can't dish any dirt. I really, really can't. Um, but there. Now this is crazy. Is this true? Is Kelly Clarkson gonna replace him on The Family Feud? Steve Harvey has been hosting. Are you? A oh talk wait, show this for is real. Now his first show. Oh my gosh, this for is five real. Years, starting in 2012, and in fall 2017, he started a new show simply called Steve. Well, in a talk uh, with Variety uh, yesterday, uh, Steve says it might be over as he might have to make his uh, make way for Kelly Clarkson's new talk show. NBC Universal, who I'm with, you know, is they're making other decisions, you know, because. Well, are you staying with NBC Universal? Is that deal going forward? I thought I was until they made an announcement uh, a That's couple of cold. weeks ago that uh, they, they didn't even send you a message. To uh, That's a mess. Get Kelly Clarkson, the owner. So Kelly's like, since you've been gone, I have been with you for the first time. NBC Networks, and that's my slot. Uh, it, I don't need a loan. Yeah, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know if it's sold. They say you. I get what I want. I don't know. Selling so like they thought, but it's so wrong. You know, Carla's tough. I, I thought I'm it would have been nice. So moving on from there, uh, we've got. Uh, I want to say a couple things before I move into Facebook. But Facebook, I mean, we have the we have the co-founder of Facebook coming out today and uh, yesterday and saying that he. Um, believes Facebook needs to be absolutely broken up, and um, I'm going to get to that in a second. But I want to get to a couple of of just small. It's not small. It's huge, but it's it's more um, you know human oriented news that I want to cover. And this is about Noah McAdams. I've talked about this last week. He is the three year old boy whose parents uh, decided not to continue with chemotherapy after he had one treatment. He has leukemia. Uh, he doesn't have it anymore. Okay, he had leukemia. They got chemotherapy, one treatment. He wasn't displaying any symptoms, and his parents have him on CBD oil. They had him on all B17, um, all kinds of great, all uh, you know, great real medicine that was treating his cancer or his low immune system. Okay, and his the John Hopkins uh, Hospital outside of St. Petersburg. In Florida, Hillsborough County uh, did a medical kidnapping situation. They got uh, the police to kidnap, to charge the parents, because the parents said, no, we're not going to do any more chemo, we're going to treat him a different way. They got the police to arrest the parents, char- give them criminal charges, kidnap the kid, and um, force the child to, um, the judge decided yesterday 
that now the child has to go through chemotherapy. So today we have a three-year-old boy, Noah McAdams, and I'll link it below, who is being forced to take chemotherapy by the state of Florida. And he is going to be doing that for the next 28 days. I mean, it's horrendous what chemotherapy does to your body. And they couldn't prove that he still had cancer. They couldn't prove that uh, this chemotherapy is necessary. And yet the judge absolutely said, you're going to do it for 28 days. And this could go on for three years. And this is a three-year-old boy. He looks great, you know, just healthy and vibrant and life-loving and smiling. And he's going to be put into this medical tyranny by a Florida judge. And now we should be outraged by this, folks, especially that the parents are facing criminal charges for deciding to what they medically want to do with their own children. And, folks, I want you to, um, I'm going to link below Attorney General Ashley Moody. She's the AG of Florida. I, we need a barrage of complaints about this, of protests against this. Florida Attorney General, her name is Ashley Moody. Um, on Twitter, she is at AG Ashley Moody. Uh, and I'll link contacts to her, you know, official government website below as well. Travis is one of Millie's folks. George gave him to me the night of the election. You know, this goes through, it's, it's not going to be easy. Drop it, boy. Some folks might fight it. Make the L.A. riots look like a slumber party. The president needs you signing aboard this thing. Professor, if you lobby on our side and the trade is approved... Our president promises that he's going to see to it that a hundred black families are smuggled to England. You can draw off the list. I got go. I'm not sure, Gail, that they even need my help, given the state of black leadership.
The melanin content of 2,500 milligrams per square centimeter that the traders requested roughly corresponds to a light brown skin complexion. Dr. Eric Fannin of Johns Hopkins. Excuse me, uh, Dr. Fanon will explain. Doctor. The amount of melanin in one's skin varies according to how dark or tan we might be. Uh, 2,500 milligrams per square centimeter corresponds to the darkness of, oh, what I'd say, to be uh, an ordinary paper bag. In other news, government sources confirm that France, England, and Germany have offered their blights as well. But the alien spokesperson is quoted as saying, maybe next time. Yes, sir. And I'm taking all of my scissors with me, too. But I'm telling what kind of electricity the Mediums won't have on them ships. Because you know it's black folks. We don't like arriving nowhere on nappy head. So you really think they're going to send us away, huh? And I told you the one about the American dream. That's what all the niggas swimming back to Africa with a Jew under each arm. Was this on regular TV? But you we could fight back. Like the Palestinians. Rocks and guns. Nigga, please. I'm not going to get myself killed just to stay here. I just hope they got them little bottles of Remy Martin on the flight. Got to have mine Remy Martin. Wait, no, hold it. Where you going? I'll be right back. This looks so crazy. Lisa, this is crazy. If the president didn't listen, why should they? Because they're capitalists first, Caucasians second. What do you think I've been doing on these corporate boards all these years? This is what it's all about now. Lisa, Lisa. Black people have been calling me an Oreo ever since I was 12. After tomorrow, they'll call me a hero. And if it doesn't work, what about the family? What about you? Could we live with ourselves if I help them send black people away? that this trade could bring our nation nothing a disaster. But I don't want you to take my word for it. Because after all, I come from a very obvious self-interest. Leland, <laughs> why don't you tell the rest of the boys how this trade would affect your distilleries? Well, I drink 33% of my hard liquor. 48% of my cognac alone. Who's going to take up that slack? Why, it'll decimate athletic shoe sales. Cool and Newport cigarettes. Pork. 
15% of our best consumers going like that. And we at the oil companies employ over 12 million people worldwide. Now the alien, inexhaustible energy source will wipe us out overnight. Furthermore, the blacks are all gone. How long do you think poor whites will stand being at the very bottom of the barrier? We'll have a revolution before the year's end. You have to tell those little green men to go back where they came from. Excellent, gentlemen. Excellent. Now, I believe that this room represents a few trillion dollars in assets. I propose that we mount the largest ad campaign this nation has ever seen. We buy up every minute of radio and TV airtime, every print ad, every billboard, even every goddamn bus bench, and we flood them with the anti-trade message S. O.S. Save our soul. We'll have whites on their knees begging blacks to stay. Here, here, here. Executive order. The president has banned African Americans from leaving the country before tomorrow's work. Mommy. This is just pretend this isn't happening. Can I assist Ruth, my great grandmother? She used to clean white folks' houses on the mainline in Philadelphia. She told me they would may not like us. They sure can't live without us. Don't worry, baby. They can't live without us. Bottom line is clean their houses now. After George Hamilton vowed today, he too will go. Oh, sit down, Tom. 
just 6% of the vote tally we project. Name a rumor a woman might spread about her ex-boyfriend just so no other woman will date him. Sicily. He's a womanizer. He's a womanizer. <laughs> Melissa? He's a cheater. <laughs> Amazing how that came to you like that. Because you almost just were bam, that just came just lust like that. You need 177 points. You need just about everything there is to get. You will not hear that sound this round right here. Don't even worry about that. Trust me, you won't hear that sound. We asked 100 men, name a part of your body that's bigger than it was when you were 16. Your penis. the top eight answers on the board when people talk about the big one what might they be referring to kim you know i'm gonna have to go with orgasm oh! <laughs> but hey my dad's a pastor that's how we got here orgasm <laughs> name a kind of crack listen crackhead <laughs> I work for the largest uh, paycheck road company in the country. I'm motivated. I'm highly intelligent. I have a degree. My answer is crackhead. Where are you folks from? Well, originally from New Jersey. That's okay. That's a good thing. Four of us are here in Florida. Two are in New Jersey and one's in North Carolina. Yeah. I New York. One in, one in the we are a family of seven. Six girls and one boy. Okay, we, we just, we just, we, we just want to talk about the five that's here today. You asked where we were from. I can't, I have to include them. They're my Clearly, family. We don't know them. Yes, but they're my family. I, I mean, they're not assuming that. Let's just do it. out. Yeah, I mean, I, yeah, I don't know. Like, Steve has enough going on for himself. But I think he could have, yeah. he'd like, whatever, keep all the other ten He doesn't shows seem very happy the way it was announced, though. He no, no I mean, yeah, you got to recognize that. If you think you should have a conversation oh, no. with someone. But, I mean, I would say, I mean, Steve Harvey is not necessarily the best person in the workplace to communicate <laughs> feelings. Wasn't he the one who complained about his colleagues around and not... Yeah, he, well, he sent a memo to everyone right. saying, don't talk to me. <laughs> So, I mean, if you're, like, I don't know if he should be the one to say, I'm going to yeah. complain about communication in the workplace, that someone isn't communicating properly with me. Yeah. Steve doesn't really have much of a leg to stand See, on. Another kind of big argument. surprise, I have not watched his talk show yet. Yeah, I've never seen his. I've no, seen I've, uh, the old one, yeah. So, we had the first one was called Steve Harvey, 
and then it was basically cancelled, but then right away he had a new one just, just called oh, Steve, Steve. Yeah. and they moved it to uh, it was either LA or New York. He was originally in Chicago, yeah. and I guess they're having a problem with booking you know celebrity guests to come to Chicago, so now he's more in like an entertainment city. Yeah, so that, this one's only been going for just over a year. Yeah, but, he's, uh, he's great on Family Feud, but I think he should continue yeah, he's great on Family Feud. He's got the, what's the, the yeah, kids, the kids um, show, isn't it? Yeah. Big Little shot. big shots, yeah, that, yeah. that's what's cool. Um, Donna says, that's not nice, don't like that, it's mean. Uh, Gum says, Kelly Clarkson doesn't even need guests, just talk and talk and then sing. Yeah, apparently she's going to sing in every single uh, episode. Oh, is she? So like, she's like the Ellen, instead of dancing, she's going to be singing. Yeah, singing, yeah. She said originally that she's going to do like a cover each uh, episode. I wonder where they episode. got wow, the there you go. Uh, Kim says, he's been on for a while, go with the new stuff. Um, but that's, that's, he also said too, I mean, there's been, he's the only successful talk show of the last seven years. Like, nothing else has lasted. Think about, like, Meredith Vieira, Katie Couric, mm. uh, Bethany was another one, Harry Connick Jr. was another one. Like, he's the only one. Yeah, that's And the only point. male, too. He points out he's the only male that has a daytime talk show, too. So, yeah, I'm surprised they would, especially, I mean, being a black guy, too. Like, yeah. you think that adds some value, too. So, I'm surprised. How much you want to b Referendum will pass. Centers will be set up tomorrow morning by the National Guard. The aliens say that the aliens say they will allow only one piece of carry-on luggage per person. Fake aliens. What if it's not the aliens and it's the Nazis? Hey. This is Bernard Shields. Goodbye. Ah!
pretend like this like it's an alien abduction and it i mean they could do the same thing that they do with the fake alien abductions and not be the real elohim so don't be so excited by that movie i don't know what the hell they were trying to say i will look it up it's a short film and i'm gonna see i'm gonna uh, you know you know me i will let you know what what i think about that that was just I want every white person in this room who would be happy to be treated as this society in general treats our citizens, our black citizens. If you, as a white person, would be happy to receive the same treatment that our black citizens do in this society, please stand. You didn't understand the directions. If you, white folks, want to be treated the way blacks are in this society, stand. Nobody's standing here. That says very plainly that you know what's happening. You know you don't want it for you. 
I want to know why you're so willing to accept it or to allow it to happen for others. And I thought I'd go and have a look at Jewish literature to see what they say about their origins. And here we see three quotes. And the first is in the 1925 Jewish Encyclopedia, which says that Esau, Edom, is modern Jewry. And, of course, this is contrary to what most people believe today, which is that the Jews are God's chosen people because they are the Israelites. But here, the Jewish literature is saying that they are actually from the tribe of Edom, not the tribe of Israel. In the Jewish Almanac in 1980, it says, strictly speaking, it is incorrect to call an ancient Israelite a Jew or to call a contemporary Jew an Israelite or Hebrew. And that's because, truthfully speaking, they're not the Hebrews or Israelites, they're really the Edomites. And also, we see here in the Encyclopedia Judaica that Edomite Jews began to call themselves Hebrews and Israelites in 1860. Nowadays, you have movies and television, and, 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 and uh, how do these... The, this image have power to speak lies? Whenever you turn on a Christian movie today, you see white Caesar Boger, Jesus, healing people, speaking the scriptures over people. You see uh, white David killing Goliath, who's white. You see, uh, you see Adam and Eve, white. You see uh, Noah, white. You see uh, John the Revelator, yeah. lying. Writing the book of Revelation white. as a white man. So color, color doesn't matter. It sure does. What, Mary? You see Paul healing people yeah. as a white man. Lies. You know what movies we're talking about? They're all lies. They were all black. Black as coal. Shalom to the 12 tribes of Israel and Gentiles across the globe. Last week I came to you and shared that black people in America, you are the biblical Israelites. You are the chosen people. You are with whom the Bible speaks of. You are from the seed of Yehoshua HaMashiach. Now, as for Gentiles, there's going to be many of you that feel like you've been lied to and you've been deceived. The best thing to do is to accept it because it's prophecy. And that comes from Jeremiah 16 and 19, which says, O Lord, my strength and my fortress and my refuge in the day of the affliction, the Gentiles shall come unto thee from the ends of the earth and shall say, Surely our fathers have inherited lies, vanity, and things wherein there is no profit. It's okay. You've been lied to. Accept it. What I'm about to tell you is that the Israelites, so-called Jews that are living in Israel today, are not the real Israelites. The real Israelites are the black and brown people of the world. What happened was when the black people that were the true Israelites and the brown people that were the true Hebrew Israelites fell from God's word as it is written were cursed so what happened was Rome came and sacked that land and they all fled they went in all around the place all around up north, south, east, west but mostly mostly down into Africa they lived there for a little while in the wilderness until they were taken by slave ships to the Americas. Actually, that's not true. The people that are in Israel today are converts. They come from Khazar. Okay, so what people don't know is that those continents were all connected and there were black people that were already here. Um, we were spread out from uh, all the way on the West Coast uh, to there was another land mass in between the Americas and Africa. That other land mass, some maps say and list 
as Atlantis. So we were, we were spread out and we were already here. We were already here in the Americas. Um, but, uh, I just had to clear that up because people are still talking the Pan-African slave trade and I just got to stop it whenever I hear lies. I can't, I can't. Roots was a fake. Let's get that. Which is Southern Russia. They were visited by Hebrew Israelites at one time and learned from them. That's how they know all the customs. They can speak Hebrew and all that. They learned that. No, no, no. But they converted no, to no, Judaism. No. They are not true. They were not visited. Black people were the original Russians. And I, I don't blame people like this guy because they don't know that. All you have to do is look at the artwork. That's all you have to really do is look at what we have from those days. And it, it's not visiting. They, they ceded the country. Israelites. What tribe y'all from, though? What tribe? What tribe y'all from? What tribe y'all from? The synagogue of Satan. Fake ass Jew, man. We the Israelites, man. We ain't never been called Jew. A Jew is a slur. We Israelites, we back. Y'all gonna worship at our feet, you hear me? Y'all gonna worship at our feet. I don't think that is a healthy way to do it. You have no idea what you're talking about. I'm part of the campaign, and I don't ever want the Messiah coming for you ever. I want you to be completely abandoned, and I want you to turn to a slave. There's no point in your Shalom, you two. I uh, felt compelled to make this video for lack of a better term, oh and I'm going to entitle it, I'm sick of white people. And yes, I'm white, and the reason I'm sick of white people Listen, is if I feel that this video is at all incendiary, I will turn it all the way around. I'm giving it a chance to see what this person is saying, um, so just bear with me and give it a chance. If, if I hear anything that is completely crazy or you know, insightful, um, I will edit that. Thank you. Because no matter how much fact, no matter how much scripture you all are presented with regarding who the Hebrews in the Bible were and who they are in the earth today, which would be the so-called Negroes, Hispanics, the Native Americans, the Aborigines, uh, no matter what you're presented with, you still want to dispute this and maintain your superior, pompous, arrogant attitudes. But can you, okay, so, because you know, I've heard other things, other religious groups, not you guys, um, who will say things like, when the Messiah comes, um, that non-Jews will end up being like slaves to Jews and things like that. Is that part of, like, where does that come from? That's that, what, what you're saying is correct. What you're saying is correct. I mean, she... הגויים יהיו עבדים של היהודים יום אחד. כן. אוקיי? ומה זה אומר? כן? ומה כתוב? כתוב בפירוש שהגויים יהיו עבדים שלנו? And in the end, the Gentiles will be slaves to the Jews, and after that, the world will go back to ancient ways. That's how I understand. We have a problem. This is my family. That's my wife and my two sons. We're gonna we're starting to work on a third son. Or daughter. I'm cool either way, obviously. We're not Jews. Are we animals? Oh 
Because I am a warlord of three people now. I am not uh, 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 a rich man. I'm I'm doing. I'm grateful. I'm doing uh, better than I thought I would be doing. But I don't have power. I have no political power. I have no social influence in any realm other than with normal, like good people like you guys. I'm I'm not in the ear of anyone with power. I'm just a guy with uh, some land and a farm and chickens and a family that I care about. And I'm not an animal. My children are not animals. My wife is not an animal. In its article on Gentiles, the Jewish encyclopedia begins to define what makes a Jew so different from a Gentile. According to the rabbis, only Israelites are men. Gentiles they class not as men, but as barbarians. Since Gentiles are not men in the fullest sense, so the Gentile is not a neighbor of a Jew. Further, since Gentile laws were too crude to admit of reciprocity, meaning too crude to be taken seriously, the Gentile was forever beneath the Jew. Did the Jews refer to the rest of us who are non-Jews as goyim, which is a derogatory term which means cattle, which means a cattle to be slaughtered that you can do whatever the hell you want to to it. You can look up the word goyim and it's definitely derogatory. No, as for that uh, DNA shit, that's a bunch of crap. The Palestinians are more Jewish than the freaking Israelis, which is hilarious. More lies. You need to know who the true Hebrew is are. You need to go and study. I don't need to make this go 40 more minutes trying to teach you who the true Hebrew Israelites are. There's enough messages and teachings out there on it. And if you go read your Bible, you'll clearly know who they are. You can't hide a white Jesus in Egypt and expect him to blend right in. You ain't going to happen. You ain't going to mistake Paul for an Egyptian if Paul's a white person. You ain't gonna have Moses be able to walk right or be carried right into the house of Pharaoh and pass as one of his sons if he's a white baby. It ain't gonna happen. So let's just get to the bottom line here, okay? They're brown skinned people. Simple. But then you got the Christians out here that they went and the Catholics had changed that. They whitewashed the whole thing. And then you got people who are supposed to be getting back to the book, back to the truth. They're still trying to whitewash. So here we go. I, I get a meal like this, it makes me cry. It does, it makes me cry. You know, chicken, some rice, and some bread. And uh, I think she ate a little of the rice, but it's so good, man. It's so good. Let me see. Wow. Made me on camera. Very polite. So every time I've seen this happen, the five times I've seen it happen, it's always black families that do this using their money. You don't see white people out here handing out food. You know, I don't know whether they're too selfish or what it is. But it's always the black families, the compassionate people. Like I always say, the, the true uh, the true Israelites, the true chosen people of God. And that's my opinion. And from what I've seen of their works, I think it's more than an opinion. Do you believe that all white people have taken part in racial violence, which is what you wrote? I believe that society is built on the foundation. It's not what I believe, it's a fact that okay. society is built on the foundations of, of colonialism and slavery. I understand that. In terms of specifically what you wrote, yeah. are you standing by all white people and racial violence? I'm all standing white people by, are guilty of racial by racial violence. violence I, you can, that's a very nuanced thing. So 
you have things like microaggressions that people of colour will experience every single day, that um, everything from moving from a black person on a bus to... I understand that, but that are you saying all white people are guilty of that? I'm not saying all white people are guilty of it, but all white people benefit from racism with white privilege. If you are not actually dismantling racism, if you are not going to pull people up from the bottom of the pyramid to the top, then you are participating and benefiting from racism. But you didn't write that. What you wrote was... I, I did write that, I, but it was sorry, taken out of context. This is... I mean, this, these are the sentences that you wrote. I don't have the energy to talk about racial violence mm -hmm. of white people it was in, Yes, all white people. Yes. That's it, in context. The text, would you agree? No, I wouldn't agree, because the text originally had two bookends. This screenshot was sent to the Daily Mail by somebody that I know, and it was in response to Charlottesville. I wasn't just ranting randomly about white people. Would it was you? in response to this white supremacist rally. Could you have worded it better? Um, to be honest, um, speaking about racism as a person of colour, it is a very passionate thing and it's a very emotional thing and I'm not going to censor myself for my feelings. So, And these are my feelings. Would, no one would want you to censor yourself. It, it's, it's, it's the specificity, it's the accuracy. I think this it? is the problem, is that white people are thinking about how it makes them feel when, when racism doesn't affect them. It affects people of colour. The system is not put in place to affect white people and white people need to get over the fact that yes it's a really uncomfortable truth mm. it's a really inconvenient truth get over that uncomfort get over that discomfort yeah. think about how it makes us feel here's quotes that people sent me right I, I want to know what it means that in the Baba Mathia it says that Jews are human beings and non-Jews are animals or beasts or something like that does it, what does it say exactly but what are the words that are used and what does it mean well, then the actual statements... You, know, you have to get closer because it's uh, There are a few different statements, but the actual statement is you, meaning the Jewish people, are called Adam, are called Adam. Okay. And the Odei uh, Kochavim, the worshippers of stars, are not called Adam. To eat with a goy is the same as eating with a dog. Tosafot. Yes, well, you, you've gotten all the, uh, all the difficult quotes, <laughs> you know, controversial. But again, again, you have to understand that our sages were warning us against association with immoral and degenerate people. And if you want to be biblically right, here's as simple as it gets. God says concerning Israel, yep. I will bless those who bless yes. you, and I will curse those who curse you. Well, it's, it's, it's God's choice. It's God's nation. Now, there's almost 200 countries in the world, but there is one that is unique in its role above all else. And we are going to be blessed to the same extent we bless Israel. We're going to be cursed to the same extent we curse Israel. I want every white person in this room who would be happy to be treated as this society in general treats our citizens, our black citizens. If you, as a white person, would be happy to receive the same treatment that our black citizens do in this society, please stand. You didn't understand the directions. If you white folks want to be treated the way blacks are in this society, stand. Nobody's standing here. That says very plainly that you know what's happening. You know you don't want it for you. I want to know why you're so willing to accept it or to allow it to happen for others. Ah, uh, okay. 
Oh my god. Kelly didn't call him up. Kelly didn't go over to his house with a bucket of fried chicken and be like, let's talk about this. I can't think. She should have, he should have been, had her on the show. But doesn't he have, doesn't he have like five more shows? Steve Harvey doesn't care. All his shows are going to be in syndication. He's got all those crazy episodes of crazy people. Let's look into some of these crazy people. Hold on. The public demands it. You know, we can't all just hear. You can't make announcements and don't expect to have to hear one yourself. And so I'm, I'm, I'm working. It'll, it'll be something real cute. <laughs> something real cute. Yeah, so he's, seems like he's, he has multiple projects going on. I know, but see, he's such a busy guy. Like, he's I mean, so if, busy, If yeah. you lose the talk show, it wouldn't be the end of the world. It does seem like an odd situation. Like, I don't completely understand how syndication works yeah so both yeah so someone was asking kelly clarkson is a talk show yeah. yeah so she's gonna have a show coming this fall it's definitely gonna happen like they've done a pilot obviously it hasn't aired yet but it's a regular talk show yeah regular daytime, day, talk, yeah, show. daytime talk show she'll have a guest and show, yeah. she'll sing so yeah i guess in the situation that whatever time slot it's going to be i think it's going to be like after ellen so i think that would that's, that's what it seems <laughs> what am Will is my all time. You don't even understand. I'm going to show you the tape that we had to put on TV. <laughs> you can't see what really happened. I'm going to tell you about it after you see it. But I want to remind you of Pumpkin and Will's family feud. We, we are now over 20 million. Name something that follows the word pork. Lord! Huh? Lauren, quick Lauren. L-I-O-N, Lauren. Oh. Pork Lauren. Glad you spelled it, girl. <laughs> That's the hell is a pork lawn. I thought you said lawn like the grass outside. I was going, what the hell That's is That's a mess. Huh? Huh? <laughs> <laughs> What do you say? Law! Looking for the pork loin! Yeah. Yeah. Name something that follows the word pork. You fine. Huh? <laughs> huh? <laughs> you fine. Oh, pork, you fine. Pork. <laughs> he said, cupine. <laughs> That's a mess. Okay. <laughs> I don't even know if I can get into all of the other... Um, so can he really be qualified to be making decisions if he's underage and autistic? Yeah, okay, I can. So what does this all have to do with social media, banning, um, all of this stuff? It has everything to do with it. Okay, right now we have... Today, we have... Um, uh, we have the co-founder of Facebook coming out and saying his name's Chris Hughes and he says that Facebook absolutely has to be broken up because with Mark Zuckerberg as the controlling shareholder he is the ultimate decision and he is a dictator with an absolute specific agenda of techno-fascism and that, you know, for those of us who've been studying this for a while, already know that military intelligence, DARPA, and other, um, you know, agencies, the DOD, 
absolutely funded and created Facebook. It used to be called LifeLog, created by DARPA. They scrapped LifeLog um, in the early 2000s, and then the next in the next year, 2005, I guess, is when Facebook was put into action. Now there already was MySpace before that, and, and other things, but Facebook was the one that they wanted everybody to get onto in order to control them. So Chris Hughes, a co-founder, says that from the beginning, Facebook aggressively, aggressively um, prevented any other platforms from succeeding um, through its funding, through its connections. That that was the point. And I will remind people. I've done other videos. If you scroll back into my videos, you'll find back、uh, from last fall videos I did、uh, regarding Facebook. Um, the Chan Zuckerberg Initiative,、uh, Sheryl Sandberg's play in all of this. She's a very close ally of Hillary Clinton, and she, of course, is on the. She is the COO of Facebook, and she also、uh, is on the board of SurveyMonkey that her husband started, that controlled all the polling during the Clinton campaign. He mysteriously dies. And she gets on the board in place of him at SurveyMonkey. Now, that's the important thing here, folks, is that Facebook was intended to control social media. It was intended to make sure no other platforms would be independently、um, solvent or be able to succeed in the same way, or just just as a You know, we have our choice, right? We should be able to choose. It's like picking up which newspaper do I want to pick up? Well, they bought them all now. The same people own all of them. It's just like that, okay? It's the same with Facebook, buying out all the competition and making it so that it all gets sucked up into Facebook or Google.、Uh, that that's that's the the big deal. Now, now. There's so much more to say. I'm going on 30 minutes.、I'm, and how the two go hand in hand. That we have the the prevalence, the pushing, the absolute fascistic focus on vaccines. Okay, the constant chemtrailing,、uh, the social media fascism,、uh, the use of semi-autistic populations. Okay, to be mind-controlled. Uh, slaves in this new、um, resisting hate culture, and how that connects to all the new things that are coming out there to control your life on social media and through technology with the social credit score, and on and on. It's a it's a lot to cover, and I'm gonna do a part two tomorrow. So thanks for sitting with me through this.、Um, I just will let you know that.、Uh, One thing to take away from this is that, you know, they're already doing the social score system. Don't think that they aren't. Don't think that oh, it's coming. We had today, and I'll just go for another minute, like I do. You know, Amazon being called out for recording all of children's information. Okay, that when when children engage with Amazon Echo, it records their voice. Uh, so it has their voice recording, and then it records、uh, all of their commands, everything that it tells them, and it's supposed to delete as soon as the parents tell it to delete. It's supposed to automatically delete. And what they found is that it's not deleting; it's saving all of the voice recognition of children, 
it's also saving and revealing to people um, that you know where the children are okay oh it is God. actually through that voice recognition making it available to people where these children are and we also have um, Alexa the same thing that Alexa will re keep keep data after the parents tell it to delete it and so you have to actually un completely delete your child's profile to get rid of that information and then you know it still doesn't get deleted okay so that happens and then at the same time today reported that the New York Times reports that they're capturing that China is disappearing okay social media information as soon as it goes up oh <gasps> what that cannot be and we're having the exact same thing happen here but the New York Times is saying that it somehow is different in China even though we're having the exact same thing happen here you can take photos they won't appear on your phone okay now they're blurring out or or deleting posts of anybody considered to be not okay to post on the internet um, they are the Chinese this is a quote from the New York Times the Chinese internet is like the small town setting of a crime novel things are mysteriously disappearing from it all the time social media posts vanish news and blog articles are taken down sensitive bits are excised from videos okay this is exactly what's happening here and they're printing it in the times as if this is not happening we also have Microsoft announcing that its newest version of Word is going to audit you in real time, watch you. Its new Word is going to watch what you're writing and correct you, just like your autocorrect on your iPhone that is awful, and you know, I always disable it, but that you need to, Microsoft is going to tell you what is not politically correct and what you're writing and it's going to correct it as you go but not only that it's going to record your politically incorrect things that you've written alright and it's going to send that back to its database and you're getting plugged as a suspect individual and this new Microsoft system is also connecting up to NewsGuard to um, filter what news you can get from your uh, from your server and it's also from your browser and then it's also NewsGuard is partnering with ElectionGuard and so ElectionGuard of course is going to uh, make sure there's no meddling in the elections so we're literally having a full circle of complete censorship of complete meddling in the elections because every time Trump puts up a new tweet they say oh that's affecting the political arena that's affecting the Wampanoag tribe um, casino going up today that Elizabeth Warren wants so much to get well Trump affected the Congress today because he said that the casino is is a racket and isn't 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 being done properly so they know that social media has political influence and yet they're claiming that all of the banning okay that they're doing has no political influence when of course it does Whew, 
I kind of been rambling, folks. Thanks for putting up with me. It's been a rambler. But tomorrow I'm going to hone it in. I want to get into LGBT, okay, the use of this, why this androgyny scenario is all about social control, um, why they're trying to wreck um, nature, um, our natural state of being, and how that goes into endocrine disruption, why autism is um, the goal for controlling humanity, and how that connects to digital fascism. Okay, so look for that tomorrow. On Saturday, I'm going to have another C60 show with Ken. We're going to relate to you why your cellular health is so important for overcoming what they're trying to do with the autism agenda, with the um, immune suppression agenda, with the absolute reduction of your IQ agenda and the scrambling of your mind. And we're going to talk about that, folks. That's why I say thank you to C60PurplePower.com, offering Carbon 60 as the superpowered antioxidant that will clean up your DNA, clean up your cellular health. Okay, we're going to go on. Turning now to the group that in. If, you know, I'm going to edit all this, let's hear what these people have to say. It's just unbelievable. The Covington incident, the black Hebrew Israelites. Here they are in Washington, D.C., yelling at the high school students. Let's face America great again. A bunch of child molesting. Okay, so you know what? I'm going to stop. Uh, I'm not here to be behind different groups or anything like that. Um, I know what the truth is, and I know that not many people are saying it. Um, what I will do is if I see anybody weaponizing the truth, I will most definitely call it out um, because I understand that that could be used to incite a race war. And what I say is if we civilized people and compassionate people start and have the conversation on our own, then fake news and Black Lives Matter, and all these other fake people cannot control the narrative because we will already know the truth. So I tried to have this conversation way, way ahead of time so that we could uh, diffuse um, the shock of it. You know, there's going to there's gonna be... I, I, I think there's going to be a lot of... Uh, repentance once people realize um, some of the crimes uh, the the injustices that have gone on and and that's across the board on both sides we have to know the full truth so that we learn the lessons because if we don't learn the lessons then we are doomed to repeat it Here's some more uh, people waking up to finding out the truth. Stone, no respect to the brothers teaching the truth all over the earth. This place. And the only thing that's left is for the physical destruction to come. You know, it's the only thing that's left for the physical destruction to come. 
and 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 let me cite the scripture. The Most High created you, either by specifically for this very purpose to destroy you. You know, Proverbs sixteen and four says the the uh, Lord have created all things for Himself. Yeah, even the wicked for the day of evil. And the scriptures prophesy. The Bible prophesies. But you know what? We still. I mean, it's late in the game, but we could turn this around. But why? Why does nobody seem to want to have the conversation of turning it around and repentance? Every. I mean, it's not just me dropping these shows, and I know they they gotta keep pretending like you know, I'm like a fart in the sand. But I mean, a lot of people are saying this, and there it's just, and it's not even just about this topic. Such huge things are going on. 5G, the mind control, so the, the Monsanto, so much is going on. And human beings, especially in the United States, having absolutely no response. So if you're so afraid of the end, you know, and you know that you have a slim chance to save yourself and you do nothing. When, when all we, all we have to do is repent then, then it's re- then it's really lost because we're we're making a choice. This is consent to playing out with how the globalists want the end game to go. Revelations was written by them. I'm telling you, people, that they took the original Hebrew scriptures and they changed it and wrote the ending that they want, where the Antichrist is on top, and remember that everything is inverted. Where they win. We do not have to play out this script. But in order to do that. Everybody has to admit. Where we all went wrong. With race. With history. With everything. This is Jeremiah 28 verse 8. The prophets that have been before me. And before thee of old prophesied both against many countries and against great kingdoms of war and of evil and of pestilence. All praise to the Most High Yahweh, Bahashem Yahweh Shai, double honor to the apostles and elders of Great Millstone, and the respect to the brothers teaching the truth all over the earth. This lesson is going to be entitled World War Three Report. <clears throat> and I got a um a video here. It's a report on World War Three. It's about five minutes and forty-one seconds long. We're gonna play this, and this is the basis for the lesson: World War Three. As you see the title here, excuse me, from AMT TV. It says Russia air base attack. World War has begun. So we're gonna let you listen to this, and then we're gonna filter it through the scriptures. All right, we're gonna bring out you know the supporting scriptures. So sit through it. It's a good watch, and you know all the brothers are excited because you know we've been talking about this World War Three. Okay, for a long time we've been prophesying of it, and it look it looks like you know I don't know I don't ever like to say you know too soon that it's here, but we'll see, you know. Let's go. <clears throat> U.S. is sending an aircraft carrier and Air Force bombers to the Middle East in response to a potential threat. I hate that Israel and Gaza say they are ready. I can't deal with it. Africa. This is a a new international order being formed, and we're seeing the 
the field being played out for World War. This is exactly what's happening. This is similar to uh, what happened before World War II. You had trade and economic wars. You had strife in all these countries. You had uprisings. Look at all over the world what's happening. You have upri uprisings in Italy, in France. I mean, France is literally burning down. In the United States, we're so divided. Look at Venezuela. They're in civil war. We have all these superpowers all over the place. The Middle East has been obliterated. Israel is conducting operations against Hamas. Obviously, Iran is funneling weapons. This is how they have these rockets, just so everybody knows, obviously, to fire in uh, to Israel. And Israel is attacking back. You have Hezbollah to the north in Lebanon, which they fought multiple wars with Israel. So they're looking at that also. And, of course, Israel is going to back up the United States of America when it comes to targeting Iranian troops in Syria and also the Iran government. So you have this huge world war episode playing out. And, again, we have warships being sent supposedly as a message and we already know john bolton and mike pompeo these are war hawks when it comes to iran this is one of the countries we wanted to take out for a very long time you know and look we pulled out of the russian nuclear treaty we pulled out of the iranian treaty that obama started and we declared that their revolutionary guard is a terrorist group these are huge steps that only is going to lead to one thing after we choke the heck out of them economically which is what we're doing now and that's going to lead to war they also declared us a terrorist organization with u.s military troops in the middle east now giving them even more of a reason to strike them and again this is why this is occurring this is going to play out this is going to escalate world war is going to happen at any moment and look the media they're still obsessed with these little domestic issues but it's so easy to see and whatever it happens it's not a matter of when it's not a matter about sorry it's not a matter of if it's a matter about when this is really going to blow up and really going to get really bad and everybody needs to be prepared you see also warships going through the south china sea with the uh china look china is that's it they're done they're done with it so every time you see a u.s warship kind of traveling through the spratly islands which China is claiming as their own, China's had enough. They're building up. They have carriers now. Uh, Russia is very, they are very strong and they are ready to take on the United States of America. Now, let me ask you, are we ready to take them on? Because this is what's going to happen. It's not just about Iran. That doesn't mean anything. It's not us against Iran. It's not us against Venezuela. It's us against all of them, their proxies, Russia and China. And God knows what else amongst the sleeper cells that we have here in the United States of America. I mean, we've seen a leader of Hezbollah, one of their sleeper agents, was just arrested last year trying to conduct attacks in America and doing uh, reconnaissance here in America. We have sleeper agents all over the place, you know, and we're in a very dangerous situation. It's not just about us attacking Iran. Obviously, it's about us going to war with Russia and China, 100%. Now, I find this a little interesting but Donald Trump and the military, they approve new uniforms for the army, which are the exact same ones <coughs> during World War II, which I find a little bit interesting. Now, I'm going to keep you guys updated. Just be prepared. Because it's going to rain down, and I all pray for this whole entire planet. That was anyway, please click the link below. Get a free AMTV. Go it's over for you, Esau. <laughs> Your kingdom is going down, and that's that's the beautiful part about it because we told, you know, we've been prophesying about this for a long time. You know, brothers have been out there on the highways ahead just first starting with our apostles and elders, and you see these things coming to pass, which is beautiful, which is great. Okay? I love it. <clears throat> so let's get a few scriptures here. Now we're going to go back to Jeremiah 28, verse 8, and I'm going to change the title of this lesson. It's going to be world, uh, End of the World, World War Three. 
okay? The end of the world, World War Three report. That's what it's going to be. So let's read here Jeremiah 28, verse 8, because this, this world war is going to end this world, which is the, the system of things, not the whole planet. Jeremiah 28, verse 8, the prophets that have been before me, um, let me you know, let me restate that, this age, and I'm going to bring it up in a minute. Let's make sure we don't forget this Matthew 24. We'll go there next and read that. Jeremiah 28, verse 8, the prophets that have been before me and before thee of old prophesied both against many countries. See, the prophets of old, they, they wasn't prophesying, telling the people, like these, so these, these Edomite Christians want the prophets to say, oh, peace, and all nations coming together. That's not what the prophets talked about. The prophets went out and they prophesied of what? And against, it says, the prophets that have been before me and before the old prophesied both against many countries and against great kingdoms of war and of evil and of pestilence. Why did they do that? Because this is all about the Israelites. The Israelites have been in captivity under, under every uh, different nation, or under many different captivities, right? Starting with the what? The, uh, you had the Egyptians, of course. But the main four was Babylon, right? The Medo-Persians. And then also um, the Greeks. And then now we're in the Roman Empire. Those are the four major um, empires that ruled on the earth. But the most high, I mean, uh, the most high, yeah, had the Israelites in other captivities. As in the Assyrian captivity, the Egyptians, the Minoan civilization, right? So the prophets always came and prophesied before those civilizations fell. Like during the time of Nineveh, Jonah came and prophesied. There were Israelites there. You know, in Nineveh, just like now you have Israelites prophesying against these great kingdoms of war, evil and pestilence. Let's read it again. The prophets that have been before me and before thee of old prophesied both against many countries. The many countries is all the countries of this world now and against great, against great kingdoms. The kingdoms of what? The Roman Empire and of war and of evil and of pestilence. And we've been talking about all that. What's the war? Different wars, race war, class war, societal wars, and the war to end all wars, World War Three, And of evil, the mark of the beast, right? The famine, different pestilence, as it says, and of pestilence, right? The mark of the beast, which is the RFID chip, Jacob's trouble. All the different things that can come from that and different pestilences, and we're no different now. And we've been bringing that out for a long time. And as I've been saying... As we know, we're not going to just be prophesying forever. These things are going to come to pass. It shall come to pass. And you're seeing it now. Now, this is Matthew 24 and 3. Now, as he sat upon the Mount of Olives, the disciples came unto him, saying, privately, saying, Tell us, when shall these things be, and what shall be the sign of thy coming and of the end of the world? See? There are going to be signs and things you see when you know that the Savior is about to make his return. And when you look at the word world, let's go there. <clears throat> Uh, what should be the sign thy coming and of the end? And if you look at the word perusia right here, right? Let me see if it gives the proper definition. It says a presence. Um, yeah, it says when used down here, other words denote arrival. Second Peter one sixteen when used in the return of the anointed at the rapture of the church. They put that in there. Right? It's just the second coming. It's not going to be a rapture. He's just going to come and take his people up. But they're not going to disappear when no one knows. Right? Uh, down at the bottom it says the word apocalypsis render, rendered coming. And we know that a lot of you so-called Christians are going to watch this video and you think that there's a there's a uh, scripture that says, you know, 
that the Lord is going to come and he's going and these people are going to vanish and nobody's going to know where they are. No, it's, 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 that's not uh, the rapture is not going to be a secret. It's not going to be called rapture, by the way. It's the second coming when the Lord takes up the church, which who is the church? It's the Israelites, the elect of the house of Israel, not all people. But anyway, let's go back. All right. So the word Perugia means second coming. You know, and I, I learned that a long time ago. But anyway, and I didn't even get the main word. We want to get end of the world. And I got so much info and so much emphasis I want to make, but I'm going to just try to you know, stick to the script. So here of the world is the Aeon, right? Hello, ladies. I got some more Hennessy for y'all. Steve Harvey done lost his job. And Marjorie Harvey done lost her mind. I'm going to tell y'all all about it. I got some Hennessy for y'all areolas. This is a live stream. Ain't going to be no ad-libs. Ain't going to be no none of that. Just going to be some raw, highly classified documentation. I got the paper right here. I've been sipping on that Hennessy. What's going on? I'm going to give y'all the real deal, the whole spill about their marriage, how she was raised up in the mafia. That movie, Harlem Nights, was about Marjorie Harvey's grandparents. Are you this serious? This woman was born with cocaine people. See, I don't know if you're serious right now. I'm not going to give, I'm not going to dish all the dirt. I just, this is news to me. This is news to me. And her ex-husband, a lot of people ain't know that's Steve Harvey's uncle. But see, this the thing, right? As soon as we I get wonder if that's how he got where he got in the first place. People in the live chat, I'm going to tell y'all what's really going on. Because she got so many people locked up before she got with Steve because they know her secret. And can't nobody tell nothing when they behind balls. Oh my but her God. husband about to get out of prison. He about to release this book. And Steve Harvey going to be looking real bad out here when everybody find out what really happened behind the scenes. What so, happened? NBC. I thought Steve Harvey was the reincarnation of Richard Pryor. Is he really just Steve Harvey related to a wife that is related to gangsters? ABC. They don't want nothing to do with his ass. He ain't even going to know his ABCs. He's going to lose all of his job. Because when this man released this book, I got some transcripts from the book. He talked about how Steve Harvey was the... Hold on, look at this. He, I can't believe the, Before she got with him, people think that she didn't oh, have a career in Hollywood. But it says here on page 25 that she was the leading actor in the movie E.T. So she had money before. Are you kidding? You got with I Steve think he's Hart. kidding. <laughs> I hope he's I, kidding. Act like a lady, think like a dope fiend. That's what he been doing his whole entire career. <laughs> and that's he's why kidding. he's in so much trouble. I hope he's kidding. And don't get me wrong. I love Steve Harvey. He's very funny. Imagine if someone's like, "Oh yeah, I heard you were in a movie. What? Well, what did you do? I was ET. No way." Way you were ET only dig a grave for this man. See him go out like that because what they gonna try to do is treat him worse than Bill Cosby. Because in Hollywood they let you make a whole lot of money, but they don't want you to keep that money. They let Steve Harvey work five, six, seven jobs raking all this money in for these corporate companies. As soon as this man getting ready to release this book. And show y'all who the real Steve Harvey is. They want to get rid of him before the. Isn't there a, a law against that? Isn't that like uh, extortion or something? Oh, the crap hit the fan, y'all. But if you a real fan of Steve Harvey, I suggest you stand by this man because they're gonna railroad him. They're gonna take him 
for every dollar, he ain't gonna be able to. That's horrible. Sign classified documentation. I'm not trying to be urged. His wife is pretty. I guess she did lose her mind. But we gonna have to do a fair exchange, y'all. Oh my god. This book called Steve Harvey Stole My Wife, and he talk about how it was a conspiracy for the reason that he went to prison because Steve wanted to get with his woman and the only way he can do it oh, was to get no. him out the picture and all he had to do was put a little something in his back seat and he wound up doing time in oh, his life if she continued to be married to this man. And according to these papers, I got Steve Harvey trying to get back with his ex-wife. That's the smartest move he can make because they actually look good together. What? Scene. Laura you gotta get back with somebody because you look good with them. Go to the prison. That's a mess. Spend a little bit of time with her dad. Get her some potato chips out the vending machine. Bring that man a steak sub or something like that. I can't. I they just can't. want this man for his money. And now that he ain't got this all that money, mess. everybody about to jump ship. Laura Harvey gonna change her last name as soon as he loses another job. That is hard. Sorry for you. So that is just awful. And now I want to go on from there to just mention that we did have a structural engineer from the Cathedral of Notre Dame um, come forward and say that there is no way that the fire, um, the heat of the fire uh, could have escalated in the way that it did um, to burn down the uh, Cathedral of Notre Dame. He says that 850-year-old oak uh, basically becomes petrified. Um, it becomes hard like stone and that you would need a giant escalator or giant catalyst to make it burn so rapidly and steadily that it's, he said that it's incompreh incomprehensible to him how this could have happened. I will link it below. He says this certainly was not an electrical spark. So let's hope we get some answers there, folks, before they turn the Notre Dame Cathedral into a one-world Abrahamic religion, um, you know, the first giant edifice, um, reconditioning the world into one world order religion that is the purpose of what happened at Notre Dame and so going on from there one more smaller uh, thing before I get into the Facebook and all of the related issues there I want to just talk about Asia Bibi I've talked about her in the past she was a Christian woman in Pakistan who drank water out of water out of a well that she had gotten water she was a farm laborer who picked berries, okay, and she basically went to get water from the well, carried it back, and uh, because she's Christian and the other women there were Muslim, she took a sip from the water before, before delivering it to them, and so they accused her of contaminating their Muslim water, <laughs> and she went through hell because of it. Okay, and so she ended up being arrested. First, she was beaten by a mob. Um, they reported her, and they reported her for this uh, crime against Muhammad. And this was 10 years ago. This was in 2010, or 2009, I believe. So she, a couple days later after this happened, they come to arrest her, and then the cops allow her to be beaten severely by a crazy mob. And she is charged with uh, uh, insulting the prophet and blasphemy. And she faces um, a death sentence in Pakistan, okay? 
Now, she spends nine years in solitary confinement. Nine years. Asia Bibi. Remember her name. Asia Bibi. Okay. This is what the freedom, this is a great segue into freedom of speech, freedom of expression, um, why we need our constitutional rights, and how it can become angry mob situation, like we're seeing here in the United States with this crazy reversal of what they're calling hate. So, okay, so then she finally, uh, the Supreme Court stops her death sentence, okay, after being nine years in solitary confinement, okay, for taking a sip of water. Now, they freed her, but then there was massive riots all throughout Pakistan that were instigated by radical imams. And this was largely done on Twitter and Facebook, okay? And um, they called for her murder. They called for, you know, it certainly was massive hate. And there was huge societal breakdown, riots in all the cities of Pakistan because this woman was going to be freed who drank water out of a well, who was Christian. Okay, now she finally has gotten asylum in Canada. Why the United States didn't give her asylum years ago? I don't know. Let's ask President Trump that question. But she recently got asylum in Canada, thankfully. And she, one of the things that's so important to understand here, we have two, I'm going to raise a few questions, I'm, you know, I'm going <laughs> to do my circling in thing. Okay. There's a blasphemy app, okay, that's put out on Android by Apple. Um, excuse me, is it, well, it's, I'll, I'll link it below. <laughs> Basically, that people can report blasphemy using an app, okay, and this is fine. This is fine. This is not, um, you know, no problem there, okay. Um, and this is created um, specifically so that uh, Muslims can report blasphemy and that will go back into a central database and then these people will get a little visit from the authorities. Now guess what? That just happened here in the United States. And that app is called... coming hold on it is by digit labs okay and it's called hate hate incidents reporting okay and I will try to link it below um, it is for reporting hate incidents in this country and this will go to law enforcement now we know this is already happening in Europe and the UK this is created by digit labs all right and basically, it's going to be that with your iPhone, you can report hate incidents and it will go into a database and it will, of course, flag whoever this person is or whatever you, you know, identify. It could be somebody yelling something out of a window or whatever. Obviously, it can be used in multiple ways. Trusting people, um, we have constitutional law. And you have the right to be proven guilty or proven innocent, okay? Now, this is just the absolute fascism of big tech. This is big tech fascism, and it is a cultic mind control program that people are falling into. Uh, so this new app will um, 
be coming out soon. I will report on it as I find out more, and I will link whatever I can about it below. And what's interesting, so we've got, we have a, when it comes to hatred, we have, um, we have the, yesterday, there's a guy, Jack Posobiec, who is a reporter for um, One America News, and he has a website on Twitter, or, you know, a, a a, a, an account on Twitter, and it's called at Magaphobia, Magaphobia, and it basically just tracks all the violence that happens against Trump supporters. Massive amounts, hundreds and hundreds of people getting beat up, um, just assaulted randomly. I told you last week about the Korean family <laughs> visiting in D.C. who just were wearing, like, you know, Trump caps and walking around D.C., literally children and their parents and having um, people on the street assault them, take their caps, stomp on them. That's, that's even minor compared to people getting beaten. Um, you know, absolutely uh, just horrendous violence happening. And so this was one way of tracking it, and it was called at Magaphobia. And uh, it, it was banned by Twitter yesterday. Okay? And, folks, that... that which is literally tracking hate, gets banned. And this is, folks, we need to understand, this is election meddling. When we have Kamala Harris saying, I am going to, um, you know, keep supporting the banning of uh, these conservative hate far-right groups, okay? This isn't just conservative hate far-right groups, folks, which, you know, there's a handful, but, you know, that is not what's happening. It is any truth group. It is not partisan. It is anybody who's actually reporting real news. And they will do whatever spin they can to make sure that it is uh, labeled um, hate speech. And that's why there should never be special rights designation for anybody. And that's how they got it in the back door with this whole gay rights hate crime situation. They did it intentionally it was planned that way and it continues on now and why is that well because it goes in with the bigger medical program the pharmaceutical program the tech the big pharma the science the religion it's all about creating a um, it, it is about dehumanizing humanity it is taking away the actual building blocks of our human selves, and they're doing it in multiple ways. I'll, I'll bring up this. We have um, we have this young kid, this autistic boy, who is, I believe he's 12 years old, and when he was 11, he started dancing in clubs in New York City. <laughs> Sorry about this glare. I don't know what to do with it. Um, as a, what they're calling drag kids, okay? Now, they call, his name, his name is Desmond Nogales, and they call him the Amazing Desmond. And he's basically pimped out by his parents to go make money at these clubs. And they say, oh, Desmond, he just, he loves it. He's autistic, and it's his therapy to go dance as a drag, dressed as a girl. Not just, not a girl. He's dressed as a, as a drag queen man. Okay, men getting dressed up as in drag as women. That is how Desmond gets dressed up. 
Okay, it's not like he just wants to, you know, wear a girl's sundress and go out and hang out. It is, no, the eyelashes, the lipstick, the everything. This is a boy with autism. Now, a little while ago, it looked like New York State was going to investigate his parents, especially his mother, for what was going on here because he was literally going out and dancing, <coughs> performing in adult clubs in New York City. Now then, he was hanging out with Michael Alig. This is a minor, he was 11 years old. Michael Alig was a convicted um, murderer who dismembered a, another uh, gay man. I think it was actually, I'm not sure if it was a minor or not, but he was young. He spent 17 years in jail, in prison, for dismembering and killing um, a fellow club kid. Okay, this was in the 90s, this whole gay male New York City um, NAMBLA-connected movement, okay, of club kids, where it was all about getting young men drugged and, you know, getting pimped out. And this guy, Michael Alig, who has a TV show called P.U. I mean, really? We have on P.U. Michael Ailey, the convicted killer and dismemberer of another man in a drug deal in New York City, spent 17, 17 years in jail, and then ends up with this 11-year-old boy on his TV show, and they're talking underneath a painting that has um, a child skipping rope and over the world over the word rufinol and rufinol is the roofie drug the date rape drug it is the incapacitate you um, in order for prolonged sexual violence and what just happened well we have converse sneakers basically signing this kid up as part of their new LGBTQ sneaker line, okay? Converse sneakers, okay? It used to be like, Converse sneakers was like, you know, you're kind of like, just, you know, a rocker or, or maybe you're, uh, you know, a protest person, whatever. It was just Converse. Now they need to have an LGBTQ shoe line. And they're using this boy who is underage being absolutely abused in all these ways. And he is autistic. And so. All right. You know, Sean Blazington is crazy. Apparently, Steve Harvey. Hello, ladies. I was got fired some CPR, or and I'm about to pour it all over your areolas. Oh, Steve Harvey been I, fired once again. This man can't keep no job. He's been doing good for a little while. He went from he being homeless. Now he's jobless. I'm really praying for this brother. They doing him dirty. At first I thought it was calm or maybe he deserved what oh. he getting, but he don't deserve all this. They took one job, then they took another job. What? Now they gonna fire him from Family Feud. Who what? else gonna do a good job like Steve Harvey on Family Feud? They ain't gonna be able to replace him with nobody that's worth a damn. I know they got some people lined up. They talking about Tom Cruise or Johnny Depp, but what? they ain't gonna bring no life to the show, not like how Steve Harvey did it. 
I feel so bad for this man. Oh and it's also God. been reported that Oprah Winfrey has everything to do with him getting fired. The same way <laughs> Gail King got rid of R. Kelly and Monique had something to do with it. All these sisters in Hollywood is ganging up on this brother just to tear him down. We ain't got no more black role models. Steve Harvey was the last one. They got <laughs> rid of Bill Cosby. They got rid of every strong black brother in Hollywood. It, and all these men had a relationship with Oprah Winfrey. Oh. So when I received the news that Oprah had something to do with Steve Harvey getting fired, I wasn't surprised. But I'm very upset with this sister Oprah's because we're supposed to stick together as a people. I ain't never know no other group of people that tear each other down like how we tear each other down. This woman sat with Michael Jackson, was at his house. She was sitting on his lap. and she, You would have thought they was uh -huh. in love. And 50 years later, she tore him down, even though he dead. He's somewhere turning and moonwalking in his grave. Now, Steve Harvey needs to stop letting all these people come on his show because whenever you have your own people come on to your show, they looking around, see you with them nice leather couches. You got flowers on the coffee table. You doing big things, and people want to tear you down. And the girl from the Me Too movement, Me Too what, chick? I don't know who touched on her. I don't know who grossed her nose up. Rubbed up on her chin or licked her cheek, but whoever it was, he must have been thirsty for some chocolate balls or a Captain Crunch or something. But anyway, I'm gonna need for somebody to call me because we're gonna talk about this whole Steve Harvey situation and how these sisters tearing these brothers down in Hollywood. We got some blazer ladies in the building, and we these here? sisters ain't really his friend. He figured since they got money and he got money, and everything gonna be all good. But the truth is. When you get around people like Oprah Winfrey, she can't stand your black ass. Oh and then he God, tried to be too political and too righteous on them radio waves, not knowing that he got 15 jobs in corporate America and they seeing Steve Harvey as a threat. Hold on, we got a phone call, y'all. Hold on. There right now on the phone, act like he's big meat or something like that. He ain't no big meat. Oh, okay. You damn right he ain't no big meat. But he married the Marjorie Harvey. He might as well be Big Meech. My brother, I thank you for the phone call. And you gave some good insight. Thank you so much. No, no problem, bro. I'm going to touch on what you just said right now. All right? Okay, you bro. Care. You have a blessed day. You too now. All what right. First of all, this man. And she been on the phone with Oprah Winfrey a whole lot. So you already know Oprah got plans on taking Steve Harvey's wife. She already wined and dined to bought her a new Rolex. Rolex. Oh Shit, goodness. Oprah Winfrey be pimping on these hoes worse than Bishop Don Magic Wine. And his ex-wife, the only thing she had going on for her was them breasts And Steve Harvey bought them. And when they went through their divorce, it says here on page 22 that Steve Harvey was trying to get them titties back. And speaking of breasts Oprah ain't never really looked all that bad and people get Whoopi Goldberg I can't. can do this to Steve Harvey. Imagine what they can do to you at your job. You think you safe because you working at Walmart and all you doing is stocking the shell in people's pocket and all kill it. And all these other people did some terrible things that caught up to him. But Steve Harvey ain't really did nothing wrong besides let Monique on this show and talk to him like he was a little ass boy. <laughs> Whoopi alone. She has nothing to do with this. Whoopi figured out how to play the game and stay low. See, she has everything to do with this because you said she learned how to play the game. 
So if Whoopi is playing the game, what is everybody else in Hollywood doing? They playing the game as well, but Steve Harvey wasn't playing no games. He was trying to get all the money he can possibly get, and that's why they don't got him. You can't try to boss up in Hollywood and then be sitting on TV talking about black people this and black people that. You ain't never seen Wayne Brady or Al Roker say nothing about no black Wait, is that why they fired him? Oh! And I'm not saying that Steve Harvey was wrong, but whenever these celebrities try to come to our defense as a people, they get crucified in the media and all we do is sit back and watch. But it's going to be enough of that today. That's why we got to have these debates and these discussions about what we gonna do for Steve Harvey because he don't lost every job he got. There's brothers out there that ain't got one job. Steve Harvey had a couple of them, a hardworking man, the Oprah Winfrey and Whoopi Goldberg be pulling knives on him at the dinner table because he a successful black man. How come no, so terrible. many of our beautiful sisters? That is not why. All you gotta do is call in and hit me up. We gonna be here for a little bit. And Steve Harvey, if you listening, brother, I see what they trying to do to you. Oprah Winfrey got so much pull, and she just couldn't stand to see another brother with a talk show like how she got. Now, she had the talk show, but the truth is her arthritis was acting up, and she was wearing... Oh, stop it. Call. Hello? I don't even know what to do with that. That was enough. That's Sean Blazington. You can look into him. He from Children of Israel out here. Back again with another video and breakdown. So I finally got a chance to go over Met Gala 2019. Nothing new. I did a breakdown on Met Gala 2018. Just like this one. It was really weird. Um, Hollywood is just a special place for weirdos. I kind of look sideways at anybody that wants to be in a group of people that have low self-esteem to that degree. You know what I mean? In all reality, those people are bigger slaves than somebody with five student loans. You know what I mean? <laughs> it's like they don't have a life, man. They don't have a life. And I look sideways at anybody that says something like, I want to be a star. You know, society has a huge issue with stardom and wanting to be celebrities and what the elite do is they play off that and they treat it like a drug you know they give you a little bit of celebrity status and you get hooked and you want more you'll do whatever but the truth of the matter is it's dangerous and the sole purpose of these stars are to serve out an agenda for the elite and that's why i actually look at these things as I tell so many people, and a lot of people are starting to see, all the agenda for the wars, the world order, that's already rehearsed. It's not going to happen randomly. The elites are way too smart for that. They'll give you the illusion of war so they can appear to be your hero. And they put that in Lesser Magic. A few of the movies I saw um, actually uh, put that right in your face. Once you saw Met Gala right up front, everyone dressed in pink. Hey, I told you a long time ago, pink and black, you know what time it is. Deja Vu in the Animal House. What actually inspired Met Gala? Um, a bunch of rich, elite, occultic freaks called the Rothschilds. Uh, Surrealist Ball, 1972. And, you know, I used to go to the Art Institute because my mother graduated from there. And I used to look at the Surrealist art. And it's really weird, man. And Salvador Dali, I believe, was a great friend of theirs. But the reason I focused on researching it because... I understand with lesser magic and all that stuff, um, 
you have to celebrate a death before and after. And whenever they have like a gala or something, that means something big is coming up. And I put the list on the screen in 1972. And as you can see, they were at war. They, I mean, America were, were at war during that time. Okay, so look at that list. Pause it. Know the color codes. Already, you know, uh, pink and black, sometimes pink, black, and green. Hey, it represents CERN. Or the highest level of an Illuminati ceremony. And that's why everybody had on pink and green, pink and black. Okay, as you can see, she has the leopard beast on her jacket. Lupita. If you look good, hey, black, she's black, pink, and green. Green equals alchemy. Cupid is the heart, or Cupid is the green heart. Okay? And when I saw Alicia and um, her husband, Swiss, I knew what time it was, and I knew what she was doing. And Alicia's been in a lot of cultic ceremonies this year, a lot, a lot. The Grammys and all that stuff. And I knew Sierra was... Um, Representing alchemy. Nimrod built portals and mystery schools. All religions, gods come from Babylon or Mesopotamia. Don't get it twisted. I'll say Babylon, but that's slang for Mesopotamia. Okay? They are one and the same, kind of, sort of. Now, when you look at the um, Emerald Tablets, and anybody want to kind of put some comments about this, they appear to be a lot, a lot like uh, my grandparents' tribals. Uh, language, the ancient Hebrew, the Paleo, and that was kind of ironic to me because Nimrod had a lot to do with being descendant of Noah, you know, and Ham and Shem and all those guys. But as you can see, Nimrod is always depicted as ceremonies. You may not know it, but the king of Persia actually takes on a persona of Nimrod. So they're one and the same. Um, as you can see, the ugly flying man was... <laughs> The king of Persia, Nimrod. Variations of Semiramis and Nanya. Alright, right away you should all, already know that uh, Cardi B is going to be big. You know, she's kind of like the queen of Babylon. There's a few girls that represent that. So anytime you see a queen of Babylon, automatically that's a Nanya. Alright, Semiramis. Uh, Nimrod's mother slash wife. <laughs> In some cases. Um, Celine Dion. She looks older than that stone picture right there. And there's J-Lo. She's been in a lot of events also, just as much as uh, Alicia Keys. And I think that has a lot to do with her gematria figures with her name. And the lady right here looking innocent. As you can see, um, one of um, the symbols for Ishtar Naya is the rose. Okay? And that green and that pink lets you know it's the alchemy ceremony portal. All right? And there's Katy Perry. Trying to pose like an Egyptian, but she's lacking a lot of melanin. And as you can see, um, that symbol actually comes from Mesopotamia, the Anu, as a lot of people like to say. Now, these ladies are doing um, the dissension of Inanya, I believe. But that has a lot to do with portals also. But it looks so harmless. But it's not. As you can see, this all Inanya Ishtar symbolism. And there's Solange. Dressed in snake. Okay. <laughs> okay. Um, but that picture she had was the same one Tracy uh, Ross had in the Grammys, if you look at my vids. And that gentleman uh, was dressed like Venus. And she's posed like Ananya. So all those subtle movements. And even Lupita, she's dressed like um, Hera, I believe. 
with the peacock, but that's just another variation of Ananya. All right, and Janelle, she's just off her rocker, man. She's deep. She's deep into it. She's deep into it. She's dressed like um, Kali, Shiva, Kali. And there's um, everybody's favorite girl. Oh, look at that. <laughs> Ant's life. Look at that. Girl, get that ant back his booty. I bet when she passed gas, it smells like burnt plastic. You know what I mean? They won't give the original credit, but they'll give the fake all the credit, right? I'm talking about sisters. Why all the feathers? Most of the goddesses have like uh, peacocks, birds as their symbols and all that stuff, especially here in Nanya. You know, and all those. So you're going to see a birds and feathers a lot at all the ceremonies. And that was happening a lot. A lot of you probably noticed it. Rabbits represent CERN portals. And I always tell you guys this, and a lot of people tend to forget. The, cer the ceremony not going to change. They're going to keep rehearsing it. Okay? Just another name for a portal, rabbit hole. And you're always going to see Alice or a depiction of Alice in every movie. Because they're celebrating CERNs. Okay? As you can see. And that picture of Alice representing CERN actually comes from Egypt. Okay? And there you go. The gray and the black or silver wearing the jewels has a rabbit because the Zionists are responsible for operating the CERNs. Okay? And there's J-Lo and a hubby, a boyfriend, whatever. But those bow ties represent rabbit ears. So the ceremony may switch in style, but it's the same one that you'll see in a movie. Okay? Same ceremony. These actors are literally hired to be vessels for ceremonies. And this guy here is taking himself on a date. He's going to have himself home by nine. <laughs> confused freak. Man, what type of shit, man? And I almost totally missed her. I think that's Justin Bieber's girlfriend. And she just looks like a, a three seconds. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Look like she needs a safety chair when she sits on the toilet, man. Um, she's all bones, no skin. Uh, wow, man. You can literally see her heartbeat. I feel like she wants me to switch to Geico or something. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Man. Okay, well, maybe that's what uh, Justin Bieber likes, man. I don't know if that's his girl. Black matter comes from CERNs. You hear the term Black Lives Matter? Well, that's just a play. Okay, this chick here was dressed like, um, I believe, the Black Queen from Snow White and the Huntsman. And that movie was all about the sacrifice of America. Okay? And in her mouth, she screamed, that's Black Matter coming out. And a lot of the dresses you're going to see resemble Black Matter. When you see that plastic and uh, black like lace going everywhere, that resembles Black Matter coming out of a CERN. You see, I believe that's Zoe. And black matter, what it does, it, it destroys matter when it contacts. Okay, so it's really dangerous. Probably way more dangerous than a nuclear weapon. Okay. And Bette Miller, she's dressed like the Mad Hatter. She has on butterflies because that has a lot to do with portals. And one gentleman asked me, what was it really all about? You know, the CERNs. I said, it's not just about black matter. I said, they're fooling around with portals, and, you know, and stargates. And as you can see, the Mad Hatter is posing like uh, the halupu tree of Ananya, and that's time travel. And when we put Bette Miller next to her daughter, they have the same colors as CERN, 
right? And the last, one of the last cards in the Illuminati playing deck, if you ever saw it, is the Plague of Demons. And they have the same color as CERNs. So they look forward to opening these CERNs. Alright? CERNs are portals to the Galu. Read about the Galu. Check them out. And I always tell you guys, you cannot separate CERN technology from Freemasonry. As you can see, obviously see, you cannot separate the two. Alright? Nimrod is the father of um, esoteric societies. Alright? Had a lot to do with passing al alchemy to Egypt. Okay. Every lodge is made like, you know, the firmament. Because initially, the one who created the lodges, the secret societies, wanted to get through the firmament, Nimrod. He wanted to become like God. So always listen good when Kanye says stuff like, I am God and, you know, symbolism. But that's how you get through the rainbow, the firmament, you know, as I like to say. Use the 369 and you go from the rainbow through the firmament or through time. So when you see that pink, it represents their achievement. All right, in Sumerian and ancient Mesopotamian religion, Galus were great demons or devils of the ancient Mesopotamian underworld. And that's why they're dressed like Galus. You know, it has, it has a, it's almost like a play on Gala, and it might be related. I'll double check that. Okay, so they're all dressed uh, with some type of influence from Galus. And look at Janelle Monet's uh, outfit. She's dressed just like the picture of Galu. And he's coming through portals, actually. Anytime you see portals, a lot of times, maybe 85% of the times, they'll depict demons coming out. And if our ancestors told us this, and these crazy scientists are playing with this stuff, and as you can see, the picture of Nimrod going through portal, and Nanya, Ishtar, it's the same type of portal and snakes as the Galus. So if you know demons are going to come out, why are you playing with this stuff? Because you have an agenda, you know what I'm saying? And I always tell you guys, that's the highest form of Illuminati um, rituals. And I want to go back to this one just to show you guys that she's dressed up like Lord Shiva. I'm sorry, Kali maybe. Kali. And Kali, they say Shiva is the patron saint of Sarum, but it's, it, Kali's standing on his back. Revelations 5 and 6. And I beheld and lo, in the midst of the throne and, the, and of the four beasts, and in the midst of the elders stood a lamb as it had been slain, having seven horns and seven eyes. Okay? That's why I wanted to show you guys that. So it's a lot of biblical play in this stuff, too. Now, look at this right here. That's more or less the metaphorical side of the 6-9, using, you know, um, basic Freemasonry. They're going to take the 6-9, like, uh, chaos or orchestrated events and take, and war, and take America to the EU. And that's why you see all the uh, Masonic symbolism with Janelle Monet. She represents the, the quantum side of uh, the ceremony, and she represents the metaphorical side of the Freemason ceremonies. You know, operative, right? Literal and non-literal. And Tracy Ellen Ross was dressed like an all-seeing eye also. 2019 is the year of androgyny, baphomet. Alistair Crowley at every event, and I showed you this in every movie we saw. Every movie I broke down, I showed you Alistair Crowley's going to be there. You see that person with the hood? That represents the magician or the high priest. And there's a lot of tarot card stuff uh, at this gala, too. Like one young lady said, oh, it's a lot of tarot card stuff. I said, yeah. It's just too much to break down. And it's, all you guys need to know is these are some idiots, okay? Alisa Keys is dressed like them. 
You know, that's why she had dependent on the same place as his cross. And I had one uh, gentleman, I think it was a white guy, you know, they were defiling the cross, you know. They watched too many movies. Um, sex magic, all type of sex rituals. Hollywood is loaded with them, man. They're just some freaky people. And like I said, it's the year of androgyny, so the Baphomet rules. Okay? It's about bringing duality together. You know, playing off the two. Okay? And the duality also, uh, the three-dimensional and the four-dimensional. And I always speak on that. That's the job of CERN. Okay? I'm just showing you what I saw. And it's, it was just a lot of androgyny there, you know. Not man, not female. A lot of it's. And it's just some freaky stuff, man. You know. <sighs> These lands used to be beautiful, man. <laughs> That's all I think about some days. Like, wow. Okay. And there, uh, he, she is. I believe that's RuPaul. He's dressed in beast stripes in pink and black. Now, I hope you guys see what I mean. Typically, that would be just beast colors, but he's wearing pink and uh, black now with it. So that's the highest form of it. And now that's a he, she, it. And a lot of symbolism, you're going to start seeing a lot of people cover their mouths. Like the freedom of speech being taken away is so rehearsed. And this guy here, he just, uh, I don't even want that brother need to not dry his clothes while he's in them. Okay, it's just a lot of androgyny, man. Just a lot of freaky stuff going on. Uh. You know, you know. Somebody tells you it doesn't matter if I'm a boy or a girl. It matter. These six bullets matter, and that's just one ugly bird right there that won't fly ever. And I can only imagine that he she has Fruit Loops or Skittles in his little lunchbox right there. <laughs> and this person needs to stay out of his grandmother's closet, or else. Okay. I don't think you picked that up. Ain't nothing cool about that, man. Another duality ceremony. Every Hollywood ceremony has duality, as I showed you guys, right? If it's fire, it's uh, water. If it's gold, it's silver. Okay. You're gonna always do a duality pose. And I actually put that maybe like a couple videos, one video before my last video. Okay. Gold and silver. And it also represents East Coast, West Coast, right? Because America set up like a Masonic Lodge with the RV in St. Louis. That, uh, the Olsen twins, they look like they're about just maybe roughly 60. And there's Dick Van Dyke right there. Um, hmm. Yeah, but America set up like a Masonic Lodge. So they put fire on the West Coast and they flood the East Coast a lot. They just get chaos to the Midwest. They get both. Okay, and those two ladies are doing a little duality pose. Never are you going to see a star represent one thing. And that's why a lot of breakdowns confuse people. Everybody represents about ten things at once, even with their costumes. Fake it until you make it. Zionist. All right? Clothes and accessories used to indicate individuals representing Zionist agenda. Hat equals head coverings. Jewish. All right? Bag of briefcase. Rob America. Star Wars and get out. Umbrella. Protection from rain. War. Okay? That's what it represents. So let's make sure we get this good. Alright, because I want to um, make sure you guys understand. Alright? Now, what you'll start to see at a lot of these events, uh, a lot of the Jewish people will be dressed really modestly, and everybody else will have to do something stupid. But you'll always catch them in jewels. Because they really think they're us. Like, 
For real, for real. Okay. Ben Midler. And that's very symbolic, her daughter coming out of the door right there with fire on her uh, dress. But I'll break that down in a second. And that looks like the lady from Tales from the Crypt, or the man, whatever it is. And um, that's no white at 500 years old. Okay, like I said, you'll always see the jewels on the Jewish people. Like, you know, they practice exclusivity. They'll tell you to mix and mingle, but they won't. Okay? See the jewels all the time. And she's freshly shaven. And if she ever wants to look for a pubic hair, it's right next to her. <laughs> Green and molded. Okay? <laughs> oh, man. Okay. You're on the wrong team, idiot. You're on the wrong team. Yep, you're on the wrong team. And as I told you guys before, you'll notice if you know what is, uh, how the um, you know the Orthodox uh, Jewish people dress and stuff like that, you'll see a lot of clothing influence in people being initiated. All right. Like Pusha T in the last video I did, a few videos back, I was showing you how he was initiated in this gentleman. You'll see it. You'll see it. You're pretty much their property. You're Zionist property. I believe, is that Frank Ocean? I don't know who the hell it is. But anyway, he had on really high pants, like the Orthodox uh, Jewish people. And yeah, there it is. If you look him up, you'll see. You'll see. You'll, you can tell when they're being initiated. The shaming ceremony, the all that stuff. And Tiffany's just gone. She don't crack jokes like she used to. And this fool right here is dressed like a Nazi soldier, man. And that's just a play on everybody's uh, mind, you know, a psyop. They want people to kind of sigh like there is an enemy. Nobody's picking with these people. Yeah, it's anti-Semitic. They're going crazy, man. And the fool did it twice. This is the second year he did it. You know what I mean? Like, if he just read a little bit, he'll see who it is. Uh, they're appropriating but you know, I mean, you give a dog a bone, it is what it is. But if you're watching this video, I want you to know the difference between the Iwe and the Jew people, okay? It's a difference. There's no J in uh, Paleo or Bantu Hebrew. So the language itself uh, testifies to who's real and who's fake. Kanye, why is your woman wet? Why is Kimmy wet? I said I was going to do this whole wet photo shoot. Next thing you know, Kim Kardashian's dripping with... Why is Kim wet? Whatever that is. We know. We know. But it's okay. Now, Kanye's oh! always posed up like the dude... Oh, no, I just got this Now, if you haven't noticed that, okay? The couple actually represents war. So he's pretty much the message. They practice um, lesser magic, so... They don't consider themselves uh, being wrong for blowing America up because they told you. This is what they do. They're telling you America's going to blow up. It's your job to figure it out. You see, she represents rain coming down. Wait, when you say blow up, you mean like everybody famous or what do you mean? He represents get out. America, she was a man from the start. This gentleman here is pretty much playing the whore of Babylon. It's androgyny say, this year, right? It's a when you say get out, do you mean like get out of here? Are you talking like the sunken places? It's nine years, 2019. All right, it's a reflection of 2016. That's why you have all these retro clothes coming out, and the eight in the middle 
connected the two. You see, it's a very intricate ceremony they're running. He was dressed just like the whore of Babylon from the year before. Same clothing. But he had a very unique costume. Oh, yeah? Very unique. And by default, if she was the whore of Babylon and he was the same character, you know he's the whore of Babylon. And he, he proved it. Okay? Just a lot of simple stuff you can see right up front if you um, are studied. You know. Revelation 17 and 5. And upon her forehead was the name written, Mystery Babylon the Great, the mother of harlots and abominations of the earth. Okay? So, that was her him. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? That was her him. Don't call him him. She might get offended. <laughs> okay, that's why he was holding that head like that. He was mimicking a cup and Statue of Liberty at the same time. Remember, in a duality ceremony, something can mean anything at a given time. And people get their breakdowns backwards because they're always trying to put so a fix, fixate an object on something. Revelation 17 and 6. And I saw a woman drunken with the blood of saints and with the blood of the martyrs of Hamashiach. And when I saw her, I wondered with great admiration. So people don't know what that means, blood, blood of the saints. America killed a lot of uh, diaspora Israelites, man. America killed a lot of Judah and the northern tribes. You know, a lot of countries did actually, but especially America. And, you know, a lot of Christians don't get that. Like, you can sit them, sit them down and explain it in a factual manner, and they still won't get it. And that's how he was holding the head, you know, that um, actually represents also the blood of the, and the, or the head of the saints. Right? And I saw thrones, and they sat upon them, and judgment was given unto him. And I saw the souls of them that were beheaded for the witness of Hamashiach, and for the word of God, which had uh, not worshipped the beast, neither his image, neither had received his mark upon their foreheads or in their hands. And they lived and reigned with Christ a thousand you know years. What? We'll go in on okay. this on part two. This is... Okay. Okay. Bet that they try to have Kelly Clarkson doing what I do. So they're saying, oh, it's so difficult. They don't know where where I could possibly find a job or what I could possibly do. And it's so far and wide. But they could try to find somebody and then try to set them up doing what I do. This is exactly what I've dealt with my whole life of people not wanting to acknowledge what I create and the time that I put in doing what it is that I do and they think they're just going to get someone else and they're going to just hype it to death and it's just going to have the same uh, the same effect. I like Kelly Clarkson a lot. Um, I wish her a lot of luck but I hope it's very clear to people exactly what they do. This is exactly what they did with Carpool Karaoke. They stole the show and they're probably going to try to copycat this show that I'm doing now that every day they're trying to tell me, oh, you're not making any money. Oh, no one's listening. Oh, you know, oh, this, this doesn't count. And, uh, we need you to now go back to school to, to do, I don't know what, when I'm overqualified to do whatever I want to do. I can't just now work with this show and this platform and everything that I've created, but they can snatch a pop star that 
to my knowledge, does not have degrees, does not, is not a multi-virtual, virtuoso on any instrument or anything, and then try to give her my shtick that I took all this time to build up and to create a format and everything that I do. So anybody that's sitting here and tell, I'm not bashing Kelly, I'm saying that Anybody that's sitting here saying that it's all fair and you just do hard work and, you know, you're going to go here and go there. Every single time I start all the way from scratch because all they do is steal. I build up something from the ground up. They try to steal it and then then try to send me to another country or send me to the forest regions or the most remote and oh they don't think they can find anything from me I'm going to have to I'm going to have to build it from the ground up you're going to have to you're going to have to be uh go get people coffee on a set somewhere no I built up this show with my comedy skills with my creative skills with my talking with my I spoke Every day for six hours for at least three to four years, I put in that time. But now that they see that my formula is good and that it works, they think that they're just going to snatch somebody else. And it's always somebody of another proclivity and reward them and give them praise and status and everything for what I built up. So I hope that everybody can see this is exactly what happens every time. And you tell me how you would feel if people are constantly telling you, oh, no, you're not enough. Oh, no, you didn't do that. Oh, no, now you got to do this. Oh, no, you got to jump over here. Oh, no, you got to do. No, I don't have to do anything because you're trying to steal my show again. And she, uh, she's put in the time as a singer, but she has not put in the time to do this show of what I'm doing. And now you're going to try, now you're going to try to rip it off. So I have, I wish Kelly all the luck in the world, but I'm showing everybody how people in this industry play dirty. And then they want to pretend like, uh, oh, uh, oh, I have to just, uh, oh, what am I going to do? I don't have management. Oh, what am I going to, what can I do? What talent can I do? What am I qualified for? And they just think how many, how many things has it been now? That venues and vehicles that I've had to make for myself, that they think that somebody else can just go and just do it. They have no respect for the work that they see me do. They try to mess with all of my kind of stuff, my revenue, my everything. I, I'm just wasting my time with my show is what this... Um, jealous person, my ex, and, you know, whoever he's friends with in the industry, I should just stop my show. It's just a waste of time. But then you can go and try to give it to people like Kelly Clarkson. She's, she's okay, but I'm not. And I'm just showing you, I'm just showing you the inequality. They're all hypocrites. They're hypocrites. And all they do is steal from me. If you copy anything that I do on my show, don't think that I'm not going to sue you people eventually for keep on doing this. Keep on trying to copy my formats and everything that I'm doing. I'm working my butt off 
And it's not for you to just come in and copy it and then just, oh, 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 it's a success. Why is it a success? Because you hype it to death. It actually usually is not a success. So I'm just going to sit and wait and we'll see. We'll see how well you do. And if you try to stop me doing my show, then guess what? You're not going to get anything new. And we'll see how you do with that. And I'm not even talking about Kelly's show. I'm just saying in general, all they try to do is rip people off. And you could be working like a dog and they will make up any kind of thing that they can. Any kind of thing that they can to put their people to put their people ahead. And they, their people don't have to have... I'm not talking about her. I'm saying in general, they don't have to have qualification the first. They will make up whatever it is that they need to make up about them and then write that in a magazine. So-and-so smile lights up the world. She, she just farted and we all just got blown to heaven. You know, and it just the sky opened up. And everything is wonderful now. <coughs> if that happened to you enough times... You'd be tired of it too. So I'm just going to sit and wait. And I'm going to watch you. And every time you steal from me or you try to copy me, I'm going to call it out. And if I can sue you publicly for the theft after you try to sublimate me and tell people that I didn't bust my butt to get what get the skills that I have and the creativity and the, the, the level of what I produce... I'm going to sue the pants off of you people. So enjoy and good luck. And now you really got the tea. All of a sudden, Steve Harvey's not good enough. Because they see, they see that I can sing. And so now they, they think they're going to try to get other people to do what I do. She's the only other person that's versatile to sing more than one style of music. Good luck to you. Good luck to you with that. When you try to steal other people's stuff, you're not you're not going to be blessed with it. And somehow you don't think that the shame police, you don't think the shame the shame should find you. You think you can be the integrity police, but it's okay to steal from me. No, it's not okay to steal from me cuz I am going to expose it. And I'm going to make fun of it too. So you better not steal not one thing. You better build it up from the bottom and it better be completely original because I'm going to claim what's mine. You better be ready with a check with some damn zeros on it if you steal any aspect of my show. And I'm not playing. And that's the real family feud. Pennsylvania, you know, Joe Biden fills up kids and put all the black people in jail. He's a child molester. You talking to me? I'm talking about Biden. Fuck Biden. I'm trying to figure out the fuck and take away. You talking about Biden? Leave that motherfucker nowhere. I want to hear that shit. He's I'm trying word. to figure out where to park, what to do, and you worrying about Biden. Well, if you know any black people he put in jail, you don't worry about him. What do I care about what he know? I still ain't got nowhere to park, whether he know or don't know. Stay right here. Yeah, then get up and have to come back out. That's easy for you to say. No, okay. Well, at least when we go in there, you, it's close. At least is nothing.